this ain't no get rich quick thing. Create your own economy. Cause we ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Yeah. Learn from the queen of crypto, your host, Naja Roberts. Leading people out of financial slavery through Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. Learn to get left behind. All right, everybody. Welcome to Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires, one family at a time, one day at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. I am your host, Naja Roberts, and it is my mission in life to lead my people out of financial slavery. I cannot believe January is gone already, but today is Wednesday, February 1st, 2023, and I want to say happy Black Futures Month to each and every one of you. Yes, it's Black History Month. We definitely have to know about our history to take a glimpse and really internalize what has happened to us in the past in order to figure out what we must do today so that our future is brighter. And so I like to say happy Black Futures Month to each and every one of you. And this month, we are going to honor someone every single day that's in this Bitcoin and cryptocurrency space to really let the world know that black people know Bitcoin, too. And the reason why I'm doing that is because no matter where we go, there are very limited amounts of us African-Americans in this space and very seldom do they invite us to the stage to teach and educate. And so I just want folks to know that black people know Bitcoin too. And so in respect of that, we will be honoring someone each and every day as this month rolls out. And today we are going to say happy birthday to a couple of cryptopians. One of them is Anuska B. Dana Nino, V. James, and Lydia Golf. I want to say happy birthday to all of you. May this day be an incredible opportunity for you to experience the love and laughter of your community and of your family. So happy birthday to you. And so, ladies and gentlemen, just about 40 minutes ago, Chairman Jerome Powell took the stage and he told America what our future looks like, what 2023 holds for us. So I intend to do a little bit deeper dive into that in just a few minutes. You all know I'm all about making sure that we're understanding the macro so we know how to do some things in our communities and we can take Uh, a a deeper look and really start to plan what we're going to do. And it's interesting. I'm going to share with you some thoughts from some millionaires and billionaires. I hadn't heard uh, hide nor hear of their 
suggestions prior to today. But of course, I'm doing some reading, figuring out what I'm doing to actually prepare for the show. And ironically, a lot of them are starting to tell their communities some of the things that I have been sharing with you all for the last few months. So we're going to chime in on that today. We have got a lot to talk about in this space. So I ask each and every one of you to bear with me as we talk about a little bit of old money stuff so you can kind of understand what's happening with inflation and how that is going to play a part in the cryptocurrency space or not. You know, everything um, right now is just up in arms. I don't think anybody has any real answers. We're just taking a look at things and we're we're not necessarily making it up as we go, but we are definitely making decisions uh, that allow us to pivot a little easier than we have in the past. And so with that, I'm going to jump into my cryptocurrency quote for the day. And it says the old money has got us neck deep in concrete. New money is breaking us out of this mold and pulling us out. What you must rely on right now is your intuition. And when it comes down to it, none of us really know exactly what's going to happen either way. And I want to make sure that everyone is understanding that we don't know exactly when and how and what is going to take place. But again, if we are able to pivot, if we are nimble, we're going to be able to get a lot of things done and we're going to be able to safeguard our wealth or the little small. And I don't, you know, any amount of wealth is wealth. So I'm not going to back down from that. So we're able to protect our wealth if we're able to be quick on our feet and we're able to really pivot when we need to. So prayerfully, everyone will continue turning in tuning in today so you can hear what the uh, chairman Jerome Powell stated today. He definitely said that, you know, Congress has to make some big decisions, but, and that they're just the fiduciary, but you know, they set the stage and then Congress has to act on that. So when we come forward, ladies and gentlemen, we will continue the cryptocurrency conversation because we have got a lot to talk about. This is KBLA talk 1580. In a moment, moment. more with Naja Roberts as we get ahead of the crypto curve on KBLA talk 1580 and night. You're listening to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome forward. Welcome forward. As you all know, all the markets always await these different meetings. And so that's why I'm trying to make our community more uh, abreast of what is taking place in these small meetings that happen with all these different financial entities because it has all to do with how money is flowing, how money is tightening, how money is is going from one person's pocket to the next, et cetera, et cetera. So we're looking at the macro. And so the markets have been kind of chill, just waiting to see what the Federal Reserve is going to do. And today they had some announcements. And uh, as we look at the cryptocurrency space, it is um, doing quite well, actually. Bitcoin right now is trading at $23,687 in the last hour 
again after the announcement from uh, Jerome Powell, the federal uh, the Federal Reserve Bank chair. Bitcoin is up 1.32 percent. And in the last 24 hours, it's up 2.6%. In the last seven days, it's up 3.2%. Ethereum doing the exact same thing. It's at $1,640. And it is up 1.27% in the last hour. And in the last 24 hours, it's up 3.3%. And then in the last seven days, it's up 3.79%. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, most of the cryptocurrency um, coins and tokens as I scroll down are all green. A lot of times really emulating what Bitcoin does, as I've stated over and over again. And I hope that that helps you really understand, uh, you know, what happens when these types of announcements take place because before I got into financial services I was oblivious to how the stock market reacted or how uh, some of the other markets react to some of the meetings that were going on and so now that we have an opportunity or I have an opportunity to pay attention to these meetings. I'm able to pull some good things out to really help us plan in our community what we need to be doing. And I'm going to share some of those things in uh, at the end of this show, because there were some great things that have come out again from individuals that I don't necessarily follow, but we have the same sentiments, which makes me know we're headed in the right direction. So what happened Today, with the Federal Reserve, because the officials made their eighth, number eight, interest rate increase in the year today. And what they did was they moved a quarter point, which was, of course, lower than anything that they've done in the last year as they continue to fight against rapid inflation. And for those of you that don't know what inflation is 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 really hitting the regular everyday person. You can look at some of my social media. I'm posting something today called What's in My Wallet Wednesday, and it's going to share with you some of the ways that inflation is hurting our community specifically. And while policymakers actually slowed the pace of adjustment, they are signaling further rate moves to come. So ladies and gentlemen, in 2023, the rates will not go down. They're going to be continuing to do rate hikes slowly, slower than they've done in the past. And they made that absolutely uh, known to everyone. The central bank concluded its first meeting of 2023 by announcing that they're going to just continue to make these small adjustments to the rates. And so what we're looking forward to. So these are some of the moves that they made. The feds officials officially set the policy rates at a target range of about 4.5 to 4.75. They're trying to get it down around 2%, just so you know where they're trying to go. Inflation has eased somewhat, but remains elevated. And we know that when we go to the grocery store or wherever else we're, we're, we're seeing signs of, you know, that the inflation is still there, but they're slowing some of those rates. He stated that it was in the early stages and they don't want to act too haste because they don't want to wind up having to go back 
in and really hike up um, the rates. But what they did say was all of 2023, they do not expect to see any cuttings of the rates this year. And so that's the forecast, ladies and gentlemen. The markets after the announcement uh, seem to be okay. Some of the investors and analysts had expected that the phase, the phrase ongoing increases might be uh, dropped from this meeting, but it really wasn't. However, Jerome Powell said that future decisions on rates will be made meeting by meeting. And I really think that they continue to say that so that the stock market won't take a hit and some of the other uh, markets that people are sitting on the sidelines waiting to find out what's going on. They, they got to really keep everyone optimistic, in my opinion. So stocks turn sharply upward after this meeting, reversing the small losses earlier today when people were just kind of sitting around waiting to see what's going on. There's only one way forward, he stated, and um, on the standoff over the debt limit. And so for those of you that don't understand, Congress must, in his opinion, raise the debt limit in order for us uh, to get things going in our economy. So no one should assume that the feds can protect the economy. If the lawmakers fail to raise the limit, that's what per- Jerome Powell stated. So now all eyes are on Congress to see if they're going to raise the debt limit. And I'm going to keep you posted, but really that's a wrap. And so most people would say, hey, Naja, what were your takeaways from Chairman Powell? I mean, it is exactly what I am telling you all uh, to just continue to be very frugal, continue to hold on to the funds that you have, continue to hold on to your wealth. The Fed doesn't want to prematurely declare victory over inflation. It's obvious, but they can finally say that they're in a disinflationary process and they claim that that has started. Whether it has or not, we won't know for a couple of months. We're talking about a couple of more rate increases. I know that's going to come. That's my takeaway from here. And I did hear him say that he still expects to keep rates high through all of 2023. So, ladies and gentlemen, we've got about 12 to 18 months of holding on to our wealth, really thinking maybe twice or three times about making uh, big spending moves, big purchases such as cars and things of that sort. Just really trying to figure out where this whole market is going because we don't know. And so, um, you know, Chairman Jerome Powell seems to think that they're going to pull off a soft landing. I don't know who that soft landing is going to be for. It definitely won't be for our community. So brace yourself. And I think all the time about a soft landing. There's been very few times I've landed uh, in a plane 
or on a plane, not driving it, but in a plane. And there was a soft landing where you didn't even know the plane was hitting the runway. And then there's times where it just felt like the whole plane was going to fall apart. I'm hoping that we fall somewhere in between because he's stating America's going to have a soft landing. And I don't know how that is going to quite happen, but getting inflation back to 2% without big jobs losses will be great but you've got to think about the fact that jobs are changing ladies and gentlemen you know I don't know for those of you that have been rocking with me from day one you have heard me say that the reason why I really wanted to educate our community on the new emerging technologies is because I was going to scream the next time I went to CBS studios to do an interview or CNBC or somewhere in Hollywood and I didn't see a African American in sight except they were the security security officers in their 70s 80s I mean ridiculous uh, that that was all the representation that I saw but job losses are going to happen because now as I move throughout Hollywood I'm seeing robots that are now security officers so what are our youth and our elderly going to do if those are all the jobs we have been afforded in that space and I'm not just saying you know in the in the Hollywood space but just everywhere I go I would see African Americans as security and it was just over and over and over so he's talking about big job losses that may or may not happen but if you if you think about that coupled with how technology is taking over to serve food at fast food restaurants, uh, to be security guards, to do all these things. We're going, we're going to experience some job losses, unfortunately. So we've got to put our thinking caps on and learn how entrepreneurship could benefit us in our little silos. And so that's a whole nother conversation. But Mr. Powell had some stern words for our lawmakers, for sure. He was very clear, ladies and gentlemen, that the debt ceiling had to be raised. And when they raised the debt ceiling, yes, they have to borrow some money. But I also need you to hear that and understand that that money has to come from somewhere to pay back the debt. And so in order for them to pay back the debt and raise the debt ceilings, you know, immediately that doesn't affect our community. But what I have seen in this financial space, just watching how they move, they've got to get the money from somebody and they haven't been getting it from the wealthy. And so that's when they start implementing little things that we don't really pay attention to that really, really add up. I'm talking about the payday loans and some of the taxes that they're putting on the banks that cause the banks to come in and do things like NSF fees, uh, absorbent NSF fees and and interest 
uh, high interest rates on credit cards and some of the other things where they can hit us up for the money that is being taken from them that's given to the feds or whoever else to actually help cure some of these debt ceilings. And it doesn't necessarily work like that specifically, but I'm telling you, you can directly tie a lot of the penalties and different things that have been paid out from our community back to the fact that monies have to be paid back to the feds and and to the lawmakers to do and keep the country running the way that it needs to. And it's on our backs, unfortunately. So and the feds can't avert big problems if this debt ceiling is not implemented. So we're going to be watching Congress or listening in to find out what Congress actually does, ladies and gentlemen, to really um, curtail some of the 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 inflation, the debt ceiling and some of these other things. So we're going to keep an eye on it. Again, nobody's really talking about how expensive it is to live. In fact, if you're right here in Los Angeles, some things happened today. And, uh, you know, I got a couple of phone calls about a college, a huge college that's been placed right in the middle of South Central Los Angeles. Now, while I'm all about education, I am not all about the fact that we need a college smack dead in the middle of the neighborhood, uh, which happens to be right on Manchester and, and Vermont. I'm not I'm, I'm not convinced at all that that is going to benefit our community. First and foremost, it's going to put our children in bigger debt. Uh, they're going to owe more to this college or to those entities that give them loans to go to school. We got enough colleges. We really need to get our community in tune with the tools that they need to be able to be sufficient in this new in this whole new workforce. It has to be technology unless it's some master technology college that's happening. I don't think it's going to benefit us. I think it's just going to continue to get our community in debt, thinking that they need an education to really uh, be able to, to be competitive in this job market. And yes, they do need some of that. But for the most part, if they're not adding technology to whatever it is they're doing, we're in trouble. But I do know what could have happened in those three square blocks. They could have built um, maybe another thousand places for people to live that's affordable housing in our community so that we can get some of the people off the streets uh, to really be able to be productive so they can go to work and do some things that they need to do. But, you know, you know, it's neither here nor there now because they've just cut ground and they've started uh, developing this new college. But I really feel like it's a trap to get more money out of our community for uh, some things that we really don't need because we've got plenty of JCs, junior colleges that are right around Los Angeles that people can go to without having to uh, have another school or another college that's extracting funds and then leaving our community at a deficit because they don't have what they need to work in the in this workplace right now. So ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. 
Courage is contagious. We're KBLA Talk 1580. Do business. This is KBLA Talk 1580, where hate meets a scholarly match. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome forward. Welcome forward. I'm just going to wrap what I was talking about as it relates to the Federal Reserve issues um, and what they just did by way of interest rate hikes. I was trying to read through really quickly and find something that I could really pull out so that you all understand that things that happen on the macro definitely affect what happens in the United States. But then it happens to our communities and subsequently our homes and our families. And so one of the things there was a Federal Reserve um, statement that was issued and it was issued uh, FOMC, and I know we're learning terms, and so FOMC stands for Federal Open Market Committee. So the feds at the Federal Reserve have this open market committee. So when you see FOMC, that's what it means, Federal Open Market Committee. One of the interesting things that I see in this statement is they're stating that Russia's war against Ukraine is causing tremendous human and economic hardship and is contributing to the elevated global uncertainty. The committee is highly attentive to the inflation risks as a result of this war with Russia and Ukraine. And I continue to tell everyone that it is imperative that you pay attention to Russia's progression as it relates to a country for the very first time utilizing cryptocurrency to get uh, to surpass having to use American dollars because they're using Bitcoin, Ethereum, several other cryptocurrencies to continue to do uh, transactions and and import, export and all of those things. And in the past, ladies and gentlemen, there have been no other options because when the United States says stop or else we're going to extract our your ability to trade with the U.S. dollar, you know, people have had no other choice but to comply. But because there is an alternative, I've told you since the beginning of this war, step back and watch what happens if Russia gets cryptocurrency. They're going to show the world exactly how decentralized Bitcoin is specifically because it can't be stopped and they can utilize it to do whatever they need to do. So we got to continue to pay attention to Russia um, again, right or wrong, good or bad. It, that's not my point. My point is them being able to fund their war and sustain without the use of United States dollars specifically. So uh, I'll, I'll end with that and we'll get into some of the things that are happening on the cryptocurrency front right away. And today, and so I'll start with the biggest one because I'm excited about it. Cointelegraph, that is one of the go-tos for the cryptocurrency space. In fact, Cointelegraph is a news outlet and their tagline is the future of money. Cointelegraph, the future of money. 
and they put out an article just four hours ago and I'm smiling from ear to ear because they have a cartoon of me sitting on the couch and it says Bitcoin, Black America and Building Generational Wealth Part 1. It states, Bitcoin advocate Naja Roberts explains why Bitcoin is a tool for empowerment. And you'll have to go in and read it yourself. I'm not going to go all the way through the article, but it says uh, if you ask 10 people what Bitcoin's original purpose is, at least one person will say it's meant to cut out the middleman reduce the cost of transacting and empower those who might not have access to modern financial infrastructure. And that is what I believe. And you have to go to coin market. I'm sorry, cointelegraph.com and read this article. It is a great article. I had a fun time interviewing for this article and I'm looking forward to sharing it with each and every one of you. And the more you look at it and share it, on your social media with other people, I am forever grateful because it brings attention to what we all are doing in this cryptocurrency space. Not just me, you as well. And what really empowers us is having control of our own money. So I'm excited about this article and uh, I just want you all to go and read it. And I thank them not just for the article, but making me a cute little skinny uh, cartoon character on their on their uh, front of their newspaper today. So I'm excited about that. One of the other things that I want to share with you is about the um, the the comments of Kevin O'Leary. So for those of you that don't know who Kevin O'Leary is, he is on Shark Tank. They made a clown face out of him last month because of the FTX debacle, but they call this gentleman Mr. Wonderful. He's a billionaire. Um, he's a businessman, an entrepreneur. He's a TV personality. As I just said, he's a Canadian businessman and he definitely is not giving up on Bitcoin. Now, he may be giving up on FTX. In fact, he has to and he's had to eat his words about what uh, happened with the FTX debacle. But he is still bullish on Bitcoin. And so he is cautioning everyone that there will be another meltdown, not of the Bitcoin space, but of the exchange space. He's warning that there could be another fiasco. And I've told you all that uh, in the past. I really feel like fiascos are going to continue to come because anytime you have Wall Street coming into our space and into the cryptocurrency space, trying to turn it into what Wall Street is, it's going to hit some brick walls because this space was not designed to be that way. So basically what he says or what he says, and I quote, if you're asking me, will there be another meltdown to zero? Absolutely. A hundred percent. It will happen. And It'll keep happening over and over again, he said. And he said all unregulated exchanges are having massive outflows right now. The smart money has got the joke. They saw it happen in FTX 
and they're not sitting around for an explanation. And so I am so glad that our community got the memo to make sure that you are holding on to your Bitcoin for yourself, taking it off the exchanges and doing what you need to do uh, to secure your Bitcoin. And you need to do so many, so many more things than just hold on to your cryptocurrency in the new space. You need to be in the old money, as I've stated, holding on. Now, ironically, the gentleman by the name of Jeff Bezos, most of you know Jeff Bezos. He is telling you, ladies and gentlemen, if you look for his article, that in order for your family to be recession proof, you need to cut spending right now. He is saying, hold on to your money. You might want to rethink a new automobile, a new refrigerator, or whatever that big box item is. Now, full disclosure, I had to buy a new refrigerator just last month, right before Christmas, our refrigerator went out and I had to buy one. And boy, did I hate to buy that big box item, but it was a necessity. But if your refrigerator is working well and you just happen to go to Best Buy and you see this new one that tells you when you're running out of milk because AI meaning artificial intelligence has scanned your refrigerator and sees that there's no milk or no bread and you just need the top of the line refrigerator. You may want to wait, ladies and gentlemen, just about 18 months. We are really saying, and I'm saying, and now Jeff Bezos is saying the same thing. You know, Jeff Bezos sells things, right? So for him to tell you to hold out for about 18 months is really eye-opening. And then for those of you that need a second person or someone of another persuasion to persuade you to stop spending money, this would be the time. Hold on to your money. We have got to make ourselves recession proof right now. We've got to stop being the number one consumers and be the number one savers in this in this um, in this situation that we're in. So simply put, institutional investors um, won't be putting their money into unregulated cryptocurrency exchanges and neither will we we're not in institutional investors we're just regular everyday investors doing our little dollar cost average a little at a time but we're not going to keep our money on the exchanges anymore because now we know better we do better and so with that ladies and gentlemen when we come forward we'll jump in to ask Naja Roberts and we will also jump into our I will inform you of some of the things that we have coming up this month. When we come forward, this is KBLA Talk 1580. Old money, old money, new money, new money. We've got you covered. Keep it locked to the midday money chain on KBLA Talk 1580. Now, now, now. now let's get back to Ahead of the Crypto Curve with Naja Roberts on KBLA Talk 1580. All right. Welcome forward. Welcome forward. And again, happy Black Futures Month where we don't black down, as KBLA says. So I love that. So really quickly, um, what I wanted to just share is that uh, the only place your crypto should be right now is in your private wallets. And so if you don't understand that, last week we had some 
Bitcoin basics that we went over. You can go back and listen to that on the KBLA website. You can just Google KBLA and watch that or listen to that. But also, um, people are asking, should they be buying in the dip? Now, I've seen that question a couple times. And so I'm going to say I am personally buying more in the dip. And so why do I say it that way? Because I believe that each and every one of you should be buying daily, if not daily, weekly, if not weekly, monthly. And again, I'm not a financial advisor providing any financial advice, but we need to be buying just a little bit every single time we possibly can right now. There will never be another time like this where we're able to just continue to kind of gobble it up. And if those of you that are old enough to think about Pac-Man, we need to be doing the Pac-Man. We need to be gobbling up every little Satoshi we can gobble until we can get this thing done. You all just um, are talking to you all today. I just got a visual of that Pac-Man. I might even put something together because it definitely makes sense. But buying in the dip, absolutely yes. When I think that Bitcoin has gone a little bit lower than um, it had maybe the previous week or the previous month, I literally double up. So maybe I'm doing $6 that day and then I go in and do $12 that day or even $20 that day. It behooves me to stack up and gobble up as much Satoshis as I can. And so that's what I'm doing for my family and my legacy. And hopefully you all will get the picture and do the same. I did an interview yesterday or not necessarily an interview. I was on a conversation with a young lady by the name of Jewel Tanker. And she said, I always hear you talking about Bitcoin, but I'm big on Ethereum and some of these other cryptocurrencies. And I've made multi-million dollars in the cryptocurrency space. And I had to make sure that she understood that, yes, that is absolutely happening. Obviously, I can't tell you that other cryptocurrencies have, have and will not make you a millionaire. But are you the everyday person that's going to work? trying to take care of the kids and trying to make sure that the bills are paid and doing all these other things. When your attention is not a hundred percent in this market, you can lose a tremendous amount of money. So I just choose to keep people safe. And the safe route is not me telling you get into this and unbuy it and or trade it or do this or move this around and have all these taxable events. You really have to be in this space full time to keep up with how fast this space moves. And so I don't want to put our community in a precarious situation. And so safe to me is Satoshi's safe is running in the home plate and the ball has gone over the gate. Baseball has gone over the gate and there's no way that they can throw it back in the third base and strike you. I mean, and get you off at the base. And so I want our community to be safe. We have to be safe for the first time. We have an opportunity to be safe and why not take the safe route? Now it may be slower than most of these other coins. And again, I am not adverse to people getting into these different cryptocurrencies and pulling out when they see the need or whatever they're doing, but it has to be somebody that's able to pay attention and not take someone else's word for it. You can't tune in every day and try to listen to Nigel Roberts because you could 
uh, possibly, I could possibly tell you about a cryptocurrency today and then tomorrow you wake up and it has just totally flopped and I cannot be responsible for that. So when you're buying in the dip, which, which is what the original question is, should you be buying in the dip? Absolutely. But I'm still going to maintain my stance that it should be with Bitcoin when you're buying in a dip. If you choose to do some of these other cryptocurrencies, do that for the mission. Maybe the coin is going to uh, help somebody with stem cell issues. I don't know. Whatever the coin is designed to do, that's why you should be investing in those coins for the mission, not for the monetization. I believe Bitcoin is the monetization and buying in the dip is absolutely a great suggestion uh, for you. So with that, ladies and gentlemen, when we come forward, we are going to get into our daily dollar cost average. And I'm going to tell you a couple of things that we're going to be doing in the month of February. We're getting ready for our digital financial revolution tour. And I'm super excited about jumping into all 41 cities across the United States this summer. We've got a lot of planning to do. We've got a lot of events this month. We're starting back up with our wine, women and crypto and all of those things. So I'm excited about that. So when we come forward, we'll have that conversation. This is KBLA Talk 1580. You're linked to the Midday Money Chain with Lynn Richardson and Naja Roberts exclusively on KBLA Talk 1580. KBLA Talk 1580. All right, welcome forward. So we're going to jump right in. We're going to start up our events again every single week we will have something for you in the cryptocurrency space so in order to find those different events they're all virtual it's something that you can watch from your cell phone or at home we're going to start back with wine women and crypto we have bitcoin um business basics we have on the block and we also have Coinonomics. And so we're going to be starting back up with those events. I'm also going to be doing a office hours where you can just come in and I'm going to avail myself to the community so that you can ask me any question in person in the platform. And so what you will need to do is actually go to meetup.com forward slash crypto plug. Again, meetup.com up.com forward slash crypto plug and you can find all of the events that we are holding this month we're going to do a crypto essential along with the ledger and me one two three it is time to get back into education 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 we took a little bit of a break for christmas and we are back at it for black futures month because it is time to hit this hard we have to go Hit hard. We just got to hit hard. I'm so I'm saying uh, go hard or go home. We got to go hard because I see some things coming up and the signposts are ahead. So we got to get this going. So, ladies and gentlemen, it is time for us to do our daily dollar cost average. As you know, every day live on air, I buy about six dollars worth of Satoshis. Satoshis is the smallest increment of a Bitcoin. And we do this on the Black Wall Street. And you know what I say? A DCA a day keeps poverty away. So let's open up our Black Wall Street wallet. And we are going to click on the purple circle in the middle that goes both directions. And we are going to click $6 and we're going to get that 
$6 worth of Satoshis one time. Now you can set this up and forget it. I'm putting it in my KBLA wallet and that's really all it takes. If you want to do this manually, you can do it. If not, you can just set it up and forget it. But y'all, please don't touch that dial because we are making way for the D.L. Hughley show. So today starts the month for Black Futures Month. And I just want to say happy Black Futures Month one more time. And I want to thank each and every one of you for rocking with me, your host, Naja Roberts, on Ahead of the Crypto Curve, where we are creating Satoshi Millionaires one day at a time, one family at a time, one Bitcoin at a time, one Satoshi at a time. And ladies and gentlemen, that means you. You're listening to Naja Roberts on Ahead of the Crypto Curve. Please follow her on all social media platforms at Naja Roberts. No underscores, no dots, no numbers, just Naja Roberts. Let's close the wealth gap. It's our turn. Learn or get left behind. Create your own economy. Let's get ahead of the crypto curve. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica.